welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Ollie. And I'm Liam. And for those that don't know, or we have any new listeners as we finish the series, normally we give ourselves a topic to learn about for a week and then we talk about it. But this is a slightly different episode because it's the end of the series, isn't it, Ollie? Yes, it is. Yep. So people know we're not experts in anything that we cover on the pod. It's just a summary of our reading and research. So we'll be summarising what we've looked at over the series. And hopefully you'll be able to look back and know that you've learned some things by listening to series eight. Yeah. So this week's episode doesn't actually have a topic title, but we like to call it And Another Thing. Here we go then, Liam. As you just said, this is the end of Series 8. End of Series 8 of the podcast. Ah, oh, sad times. Oh, who would have thought we'd have done eight series, let alone one series? Like, three months ago, we started Series 8, and it's about to about to come to an end. Ah, oh, it's been another fun series to do, though. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. The whole point is, we I've learned stuff about tea and tattoos and the Bermuda Triangle and the Amazon rainforest like uh, I, I did not know the stuff that I know now yeah. three months ago and probably everyone listening if you've listened to the other episodes you probably not along and agree with us right oh I, I love it well we both love it if if you have learned some little tidbits or you've then actually used any of this in the real world we'd love to hear uh, it's always so good getting messages come in from people at Two Guys One Topic on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Shoot us a little note and uh, let us know what it is that you've learned or what you found interesting. The, the other thing that would be great, um, it's it's only just for, for Liam and I really, but if anybody fancies leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, we'd love you to be able to do that. Either five star on there or five star on Spotify would be hugely appreciated. Yeah, and you'll notice that we've not mentioned that all series, so I think we're allowed to mention it just one time, aren't we? If you've listened yeah. to Series 8 and you've gotten to the end and uh, you're gutted that we're going to probably take a short break, please do leave us a, a message saying how, how great we are, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spurs us on, strokes our ego. <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously, as everyone knows, we started this because we just wanted to learn a little bit about a whole load of things. And so hopefully... Everyone else listening is doing exactly the same as that. Yeah, we, we've done like 13 episodes, I think, eight times, plus a whole load of interviews. Like, we're way over 100 episodes by now, aren't we? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Who'd have thought that? It's, uh, anyway. it's a struggle sometimes trying to keep it all in your head. Like Homer says, you learn something new and it pushes something old out. But yeah, I, I feel like we could do a funny episode. How much can you remember about something we did in series two? <laughs> yeah, like, I can always remember a ton, like a like a nugget. Always, there's yes. I remember something about everything, but I always forget loads of it. Yes, yeah, definitely. No, it's brilliant. Yeah, really good fun. Um, and so, yeah, spoiler alert: we will be back for series nine at some point. So, what we'll do today for people who haven't heard our and another thing episodes is we'll run through the topics that we've done for this series and we'll just update each other and everybody on any newsworthy or any notable changes on each of the topics that we think everybody needs to know about. Um, we started series eight off with a banger, uh, really enjoyed going back to this. We started off all about pirates. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. So what we were thinking of doing then, so are we going to, um, what do you remember about pirates? Just like a really brief. Okay. okay. So we don't want to give away the whole si whole episode, but I think, yep. what do you reckon we should like, you say we've done pirates. I'll tell you the thing I remember the most about pirates yeah. really quickly. For me on pirates, it was a lot of what we think we know about pirates isn't quite right or as it seems that's the like the overriding takeaway for me about pirates yeah and i completely agree and i my note i wrote down to say is eye patches so <laughs> let's not yeah. let's not give away the episode but like <laughs> are eye patches legit peg legs <laughs> hooks power the plank do they, do they sound like that like all of that stuff about pirates that is so stereotypical yeah how much of that is true and it's it's quite surprising how much perhaps isn't the other thing that I remember from the episode is that we were discussing the golden age of piracy and how it was quite a relatively short period in time. It was like 1650 to 1720 that piracy has been going on for years and years and years. But what we spoke about was that golden age of piracy and, and what really happened there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you want an update, in, I mean, how, how can we update what happened like 300 years ago. I can tell you something about piracy. The International Maritime Bureau has uh, asked for some action to address a concerning return of kidnap for ransom piracy in the Gulf of Guinea. Ooh. So perhaps piracy is coming back, although they're not so much plundering the boats and uh, stealing the bounty, are they? They're uh, stealing people, I guess, and they're ransoming them off. So perhaps oh, avoid that if you want to, yeah. That sounds a bit serious. Uh, what I looked up was yesterday, so we're recording this on the 20th of September. Yesterday was International Taught Like a Pirate Day. Arr! Yeah, but why do they sound like that? <laughs> yeah, why do they sound like that? That's oh, interesting. I can't tell you. Can't tell you. Um, they're going to make a new Pirates of the Caribbean as well, aren't they? Which, which um, all it does is perpetuate the idea that pirates are like what we think they are. Yeah. And, and we got into it a lot, didn't we, in the episode? So perhaps, you know, give that a listen if you want to. Definitely. Yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow could be back for Pirates of the Caribbean 6. They reckon it's going to take a lot of money to convince him to come back. But I didn't realize that the first Pirates of the Caribbean was 20 years ago. Time's flown by, right? Yeah. It makes me feel old. 20 years ago. But yeah. it's one of the most successful franchises of films that has come out. But yeah, so that, that was Pirates. So if we then move on to episode two, and it's the, the tongue, nice and random, yeah. no relevance there. What is it that would you remember or what stood out for you from that episode? Flavour is not taste. Okay, yeah. Remember that fact? Yeah. Like your tongue tastes things, but and sometimes we use it interchangeably, but flavour is to do with like the temperature of the thing in your mouth, what it smells like, how can, what are the consistency of it? Is it crunchy? And what does it taste like? All of those things go together to create flavor, not just your taste buds tasting the thing and working yeah. out if it's spicy or not. That's sort of thing. That was good. Um, there were two things for me. One is that it was on your tongue. You can't see your taste buds. So the, the rough bit on your oh, tongue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, it was with the papillae. Is that right? Papillae on your tongue. Yeah. They aren't your taste buds. Within there, there are tiny little hairs, which then are your taste buds. And then also that myth that certain areas of your tongue taste certain things. That isn't true. That you've got yeah. 
all of your tongue can taste the same and you've even got some taste buds in your cheeks and lips and other parts of your mouth. Yeah, but as far as newsworthy pieces of information about the tongue, uh, I can't offer up anything. So I don't know if you've got anything new that's happened in the world of the tongue. <laughs> no, there was, um, there, was, there was one thing that got me thinking between doing the topic and now is like, why do we stick our tongue out when we concentrate? That was something that I, I was wondering a little bit. And it turns out, so we were saying like how important the tongue is for speech. And so yeah, okay. what it does is it takes up a lot of the brain's capacity when you talk. And so what we okay. do is we stick our tongue out or we bite our tongue when we're concentrating to shut off that part of the brain so that we can then use the rest of the energy and concentration on the other parts of the brain. Does that make sense? Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I always stick my tongue out when I'm thinking. So you, you physically stop yourself from, from talking. There was one thing in the episode that I said to you, Liam, if we get time to do this, we can uh, have a little run through and see if you can do some tongue twisters. Do you fancy doing a couple of tongue twisters now? Go on then. Send me one in a message live and then oh, I'll no, read no. it aloud. So what, what I'll do is I'll put it in the chat. Okay. So can you see the chat? Yeah, I've got it. Okay, go on then. Cool. So have a look at this and then read it out as quickly as you can. Okay. Yeah, got it. Easy. How has this? Freshly fr <laughs> freshly fried fresh flesh. Yeah, cool. Say it again. Freshly fried fresh flesh. Yeah, that's a bit of a tricky one. How about this one? A bloke's back bike brake block broke. A bloke's back bike brake block broke. Say, say that one more time. A bloke's back bike brake block broke. <laughs> yeah, good one. It makes you think, doesn't it? How about you this say one? I'm like, I slit the sheet, the sheet I slit, and on the slitted sheet I sit. <laughs> good one. <laughs> Just a, a little bit of extra I, concentration you, at the end there. Are you upset that I haven't messed these up too much? Yeah, you're doing really good. Were you accepting, expecting more mess? No, not at all. Each Easter, Eddie eats 80 Easter eggs. Nice. And then the last one for you. Oh, God. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut punt. Not a punt cut square. Just a square cut punt. It's round in the stern and blunt in the front. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut punt. Good work. Oh, dear. Oh, Disclaimer alert. It could have gone real bad. <laughs> uh, so I had a little look into it and it's, the thing with tongue twisters is it's the similarity in the consonants. The sounds of those being similar is what then impairs our ability to quickly adjust and do the pronunciation that we need of those similar sounds. That's why tongue twisters tend to be lots of similar sounding words. All right. Well, well, there's your news update. I can read tongue twisters is what we're saying. <laughs> Good work. Okay, so the next episode in the series was all about tea, wasn't it? We'd done an episode previously about coffee. We'd done an ep another episode about previously about wine. We'd done another episode about craft beer. So tea seemed like a logical next step. What do you remember when we learned about tea? Mind-blowing bit for me was that all tea come from the same plant, the Camellia sinensis. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Main teas, green, black, oolong and white, but all of them come from the same plant. And yeah. anything that is not from that plant 
is what's it called? An, in, uh, an infusion. You know, like you have like a herbal tea or a mint tea or something. That is a yeah. that is not a tea officially. And I mean, it might have bits of tea in it, but it has to be called an infusion. Yeah, unbelievable. Officially, it's an infusion, but it was that Camellia sinensis, and it's just stuck in my head the name of the plant there. So a couple things we mentioned almost straight after we'd finished recording about things we hadn't talked about that we felt we should have. And there were two. <laughs> They're quite different, aren't they? I said I'd go and find out about the Boston Tea Party because I thought I'd just, just quickly. And you wanted to find out about Rich Tea Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where does the name Rich Tea Biscuits come from? So it had a really quick look into this. There were a couple of reasons. I'll tell you one of the ones that I found is that to make rich tea biscuits, you need to put a lot of sugar in them. And they were seen as to be a luxury item back in the 19th okay. century when they were invented. So they were quite a luxury item. You needed to be rich to be making the rich tea biscuits because yep. of all the sugar that needed to go in them to make them taste as nice as they do. And that's where the name came from. They're rich tea biscuits, rich tea biscuits. Do you think they've got, are there poor tea biscuits anywhere? What, what would they be putting in them? Oh, certainly not sugar bark <laughs> or something like that <laughs> something yeah. like that when we get on tattoos in a bit do you remember they used to tattoo people with charcoal like something like that what would yeah. they be putting in it like yeah some sort of gump okay well the boston tea party now turns out i reckon we could do a whole episode about this because it sort of created the american revolution which is when the americans would fought back against the british like they, they were in control of america basically what happened in 1773 uh, the British government were making Americans pay tax, but the Americans didn't have a, a say about what they were paying taxes on. And they argued and argued and argued. And at one point, the British sent over ships of tea and a bunch of Americans basically raided the ship, poured all the tea into the Boston Harbor. And that was one of the first acts of rebellion of like the Americans yep. rebelling against the British government who were in control of America at the time. And yeah, and then it, it kicked off the American Civil War, the American Revolution. So it turns out it's quite a big deal, actually. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, we could talk about that as a whole episode, I think, separately. Nice. Yeah, that could be one to add to the list. I like it. Some um, some other news just around tea is just with the weather that we've spoken about before um, and just with, with climate change and what have you. There's been massive droughts in China and it's affected the yields that they've managed to get from the harvest this year. They've actually gone down by about 20%, they're reckoning. They're reckoning. And also, just with there being such a dry season, it's altering the flavour of the tea. Now, I don't know if we would really notice it, but tea connoisseurs are saying that because it's getting yeah. drier, it's altering the slightly a bitter taste, altering the flavour of the tea. Oh, 2023's blend just isn't quite the same as 2021. You know? <laughs> exactly. Well, then what they'll end up doing is they'll just like store loads of 2023 blend and then it'll be like a special year. So then it'll go yeah. up in value, even though it doesn't taste as nice. <laughs> That's what I think. And then we then moved on to naturally, which makes complete sense. We moved on to the extinction of the dinosaurs. And I can confirm there's loads of updates on the extinction of oh, the dinosaurs. Of course there is. So, so much news. But do you remember about how they worked out that they were hit by a meteor? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. And it's because of so, the iridium that they found in a layer between two layers of rocks. And then they, yeah, all they around the world. They noticed, 
Yeah, they noticed all around the world at the same level, about 66 million years ago, there was this layer of iridium. And iridium only really comes from meteorites. It doesn't, it's not really found on planet Earth in anywhere near these sorts of levels. So then they, they just sort of said, oh, this is a bit strange. It's everywhere where all these fossils are as well. They know it's at the same level. We reckon they might have been hit by a meteor. And um, yeah, they had to go hunting for it. But I think, should we not spoil too much of that episode? They basically went hunting for a meteor, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was only 1980 where well, somebody... Yeah, it was 1980 where it was first proposed, wasn't it? Like, that's like no years ago. Like, completely. crazy. The, the other thing um, as well that I know we said it in the episode, just struggling to get my head around how long ago the dinosaurs were on the earth. <laughs> and as we were saying for your little boy, not to disappoint him too much, but Stegosaurus and Tyrannosaurus, they were 70 million years apart. They million, never... <laughs> million years apart. <laughs> they never existed at the same time. Yeah, Steggy. Yeah, when he's trying to eat me as T-Rex and I'm Steggy, that wouldn't really happen in real life by a long way. <laughs> nuts, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot of news on this. Um, I did see... Uh, a thing I think it was on Twitter where people were um, people were just re- people were saying that they always knew dinosaurs was hit by a meteorite or meteor, but when you're little and you're told that in your head you think that just the dinosaurs actually got hit by one like yeah, squashed okay. like that is where they all went as if all the dinosaurs were in the same place at the same time at like a festival or something and then got squashed by a meteor <laughs> when you're six or seven and you hear that that's how they died. That that's what you think, and then there's just lots of back and forth about people saying like, "I re- I thought that for not a long time." It's just taking it really literally that they uh, that yeah. they actually all got hit. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Nice. Um, whereas nothing really happened with dinosaurs, a lot has sort of happened. Where well, not a lot has really happened, but it's gone a bit everywhere with Barbie, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a bit of a, a last minute surprise episode for us to do it, wasn't it? It seemed that. The film was coming out. There was so much coverage, and it was this like global phenomenon that the the toy Barbie was then going to have its first full feature length film. And we thought it might be quite interesting just to look into like where it came from, how it all started. And for me, the thing that stood out was how the doll was based on this risky or risque German cartoon. Yeah. Called Build an adult Lily, cartoon, wasn't it? yeah, an adult cartoon called Build Lily, uh, yeah, in Germany, and it then managed to come over to the US, um, started making dolls, and it grew massively, super, super popular. Yeah, and they sold a billion Barbies or something, and um, yeah, named after the inventor's daughter Barbara. So Barbie's yeah. real name is Barbara. I like that. I like that's that's the one I always remember. Um, it's yeah, it's a. It's made a lot of money, though, hasn't it, at the, mo- at the movies, at the cinema? Uh, you know, it's now the 14th highest grossing film of all time. With how much? One and a half, approaching one and a half billion dollars. That is some big monies. I read that Mattel, the company that owned Barbie, have got like 5% of all profits or something they negotiated. Okay. Which is a lot of money, isn't it, coming their way? They said the reported budget for the film was 145 million to make it. And then we said at the time yeah. that they then spent that same amount on marketing because it was just about yeah. everywhere. But it's obviously paid off because um how successful it's been. 
Yeah, and uh, off the back of that, I think Mattel are going to try and release a movie about Hot Wheels, the cars, and uh, Barney, that purple dinosaur thing. <laughs> the thing with Barbie as well is that it's been such a popular film, which wasn't a sequel. In the film industry, in the movies, for years and years now, the most popular films are always sequels. So you've got yeah. like Star Wars. So in, in America, the 10 highest grossing films of all time is Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Then it's Avengers Endgame. Then it's Spider-Man. Then it's Avatar. Then Top Gun. So they're, they're all like part of yeah. uh, an existing franchise and like sequels. But um, Barbie has now made it into that list of being in the top 10 highest grossing movies at the US. Yeah. Crazy, right? So maybe uh, next time a film goes bananas, we'll have to do an episode on that. All the toys, toy shops are predicting that they'll be selling out of Barbies as well this Christmas, that they're saying it's bound to be one of the top toys that gets bought this year. I don't know how often you go to the shops or anywhere like that, but living in Dubai, which I do, by the way, uh we have to at the minute it's 40 degrees and it has been for like months it's ridiculous but it means i've got to spend a lot of my time in malls because everything's inside a mall so i'm always in a mall every shop i go in any shop that's got any toys in has got a massive barbie section now you know like a huge one yep. the shelves are all pink the signs up there's lights flashing there's glitter everywhere it it's everywhere <laughs> yeah nuts crazy and then the next topic that we then got into was tattoos yeah and not tattoo barbie by the way which was one of the more controversial barbies oh yes yeah that's a good point go and have a little listen to some of the controversy that barbie's run into over the years there's some interesting ones isn't there in there yeah 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 tattoo barbie being one anyway we then learned about tattoos uh didn't we and um what what they are and things like that thing i remember is well i said it a minute ago like they used to do to tattoo is to basically put an ink underneath the skin uh further enough that it it doesn't like your skin doesn't shed it out but back in the day they would just use chisels or hammers and they would essentially cut your skin and then fill up the cut with whatever they could get their hands on that would make it look a different color like charcoal yeah yeah (laughs) and then it would heal and then not disappear so they would be yeah. scarring you or they would be, yeah, like cutting into you, which is, yeah, a bit rank, isn't it? Which, and the word tattoo means tatao, to mark. So quite literally, that is, yep. that is what it means, to mark. So for me, I was going to say it's how and why they stay permanent was the thing that I found really interesting about them and about, so you've, yeah. you've got, you've got more, you've got multiple layers of skin. You've got your epidermis on the outside. But then the needles nowadays, they go into the dermis, which is that second layer of skin. And your body knows that you've got this foreign, this foreign body in the in your system, and your immune system attacks it, tries to get rid of it, but accidentally gets stuck to it. And so yeah. it then doesn't actually manage to get rid of it. And that's why it then stays under your skin and then stays permanent. Which, yeah, what a funny yeah. thing. Yeah, there's um, not a lot of news regarding tattoos, uh, updates. Uh, David Beckham's got himself a new tattoo, though. You know, we all know the most famous tattooed person yeah. in the world, maybe. Yeah. He's got pot tattooed on his finger in honour of uh, Victoria Beckham. There's a, yeah, a couple of things off, off that is tattoos, we were saying at the time, they go through phases. 
and getting tattoos like that. So just getting the, the tattoo of a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever it is, getting a their name on you is super popular and getting it written. And apparently micro style tattooing or fine line tattooing is yeah. really is yeah. really on on the up where you get somebody to write a sentence like I love you and then you get that tattooed on you in their handwriting so that's okay. like on the increase um but interestingly tinder at the moment they're offering for people to get free tattoos next month for anybody who's got their the name of a previous loved one on them and they now okay. want to get it removed so they they've got a free offer for a month to brits saying that you can get your tattoo removed get a design over your existing tattoo to get rid of it well, I don't have any, so that's not for me, I'm afraid. But they, they go in phases, don't they? We were talking about at the time where you can almost age somebody by their tattoos in some cases. And yeah. they're talking yeah. about some of the, the Gen Z tattoos that they reckon will be uncool by the time that Gen Alpha start getting their ones tattooed. So Gen I Alpha. I didn't even know it was Gen Alpha was next <laughs> to Gen Z. Well, it's, after Z. Z. it's after Z, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Gen Z. Gen Z. But so saying about David Beckham, someone else super famous, Angelina Jolie, she got a tattoo on her palm. She got two daggers on her on her middle finger on the inside. Apparently super painful, as we were talking about at the time, because you really haven't yeah. gotten fat or anything to, um, you know, soak up that pain <laughs> of, the, yeah. of the tattoo being done. But they reckon that palm tattoos will now be the next popular place where people then start getting tattoos. Well, if they want to remove, they need to look at the Kirby Desai scale. To uh, you want to learn about how you remove a tattoo, uh, listen to our episode because we learned about um, like a scale that ranks the number of laser surgeries you require to remove a tattoo. But yep, yeah. Okay, so that took us halfway through the series, and then we moved on to the seventh episode, which was <laughs> random again: the Amazon rainforest. This is good. This is good. What from the Amazon rainforest stood out for you, Liam? That it's flipping massive. <laughs> it you can, the thing I remembered is that if you started on the left-hand side or the east, no, west, and you started walking the other way, you can walk 3,000 kilometers and not get out of it. That's wider than the planet Pluto. <laughs> if yeah. Pluto were down here, like, and it were a real planet, not a dwarf planet. Anyway. In case anybody says, all right, it's a dwarf planet. Um, yeah, just the, the scale of it. For me, it was the reason behind the deforestation. And it oh, yeah. boils, yeah, yeah, boils yeah. down to cows and soybeans. So having a whole load of production of soybeans to feed cows because of our, the, our want to eat more meat has gone up. So yeah. we need to feed the cows to make sure there are more cows. But to grow more soybeans, you need to do the deforestation so the soybeans can grow. And that's pretty much the reason for the deforestation, isn't it? Soybeans. Yeah. Yeah. We said there were some other ones, but that's massively the majority of deforestation is because of that. Um, But talking of deforestation, it has dropped massively, hasn't it? Um, I mean, we're in September now, but the like they, so what they use is they use satellite imagery because, you know, you get, um, uh, you know, I guess governments and stuff will say something, but there's no evidence. They just say it's happening. But what we can use is satellites 
you know, they're above it and they can see the amount of space that is, is being cut down, basically. Yep. And uh, using satellite imagery, they can see that there's been a huge reduction in deforestation, like, recently, haven't they? Massively, yeah. They were saying that in August it declined 66% compared to the same month last year. And it's been on a continual decline as well, which is a good thing. So decline in this case is a good thing. It means that they're cutting down less trees. And we mentioned uh-huh. it at the time. It's partly due to who's in control as a government and what their view is about the Amazon rainforest, almost like if they believe in climate change, if they think that you shouldn't be cutting it down. And that's what happened. So they had a new president come in, um, a lady called Louise Lula da Silva. And she okay. came in and she had a really yeah, strong commitment to wanting to reduce deforestation. And they're doing it. Yeah. Fair play, fair play. So, um, yeah, really the, interesting, though, that one. The, the other thing that stuck in my memory from doing the Amazon Rainforest episode was your reaction to my two guys, one topic takeaway. Yeah. What about there being no bridges? Because actually, when we finished recording that, five minutes later, I sent you a picture because I was trying to Google whether there's any bridges in the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> that doesn't normally happen because quite often I know what you're going to say, but like obviously we don't always. Uh, yeah, that one, we finished recording and I said goodbye and then I immediately went, why are there no bridges in the Amazon rainforest? Uh, on the Amazon River or wherever it was. <laughs> it was just so funny, just that genuine look of shock and disbelief, like that's not true, that can't be true. <laughs> and I said, no, I yeah. verified it like four times. So, yeah, that's one thing that stuck in my mind from it. Okay, so I think my favourite episode of the series was next. Really? Was, um, yeah, I think so. It was the last one while I was in England. And I said at the time, I wanted to do something very English, as English as we could, or British as we could, I guess. And uh, we went with Greg's, didn't we? Greg's the baker. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that it's your top episode. That is funny. So good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So we did an episode all about Greg's, which is a bakery chain, um, you know, pastries, donuts, sausage rolls um, in the UK. Uh, it's a bit of a big deal in the UK, isn't it? They've got more outlets than Starbucks and McDonald's combined, yep. which is just Starbucks and McDonald's. They're not they're no little fish. And, uh, you know, this one's got about about the same or a few more than both of them combined. Yeah. That was that's the, my, my, the unbelievable fact I learned. Uh, their sausage rolls, how popular they are. True, two and a half million a week. Two and a half million a week, which is which is pretty good. The other thing that stuck in my two other things that stuck in my mind from it was their pastry is made up of ninety six layers of pastry. Yeah. That's just stuck in my head, Bumbly and it's deliberate. <laughs> yeah, it's deliberate. So ninety six is not ninety seven or ninety eight. It's not ninety four or ninety five. It's ninety six, <laughs> and they say that that gives you the perfect level of flakiness um, and yeah, nice consistency. And then the other thing which I didn't know about, which I need to go and visit at some point, is a Greg's Outlet. Yeah, I've got that in red. Yeah, let's let's uh, you can learn about the Greg's outlets by uh, listening to our episode. But yeah, it's basically what it sounds like: an outlet store for Greg's, which can mean only one thing about the prices. Definitely. But yeah, let's keep that Definitely. one. Um, but so in the news today, right? We are recording. When do you say we're recording this? Like September twentieth. Today in the news, Greg's have opened a new store in Richmond in North Yorkshire, haven't they? Yep. But I don't think the person opening it or decorating it realised the name of the store that they were opening or, or had put thought into it. 
Yeah, whoever was charged with like setting out the chairs and the tables and the pictures on the walls, they accidentally put a bunch of pictures of Richmond upon Thames in London on the wall. <laughs> Very different. So they were looking at the pictures, thinking this isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, it was all about the river, wasn't it? And Richmond in Thames, and it yeah, definitely not not the Richmond in Yorkshire. So they've had a little bit of a a mess up there. The other thing they're doing is they're giving away free pizza slices for a month. So if you get onto yeah. this now, if you're listening to this early, you've got a month to get yourself some uh, some free pizza. The catch is, because come on, there's always there's always a catch if you're getting something free. The catch is that you need to do it via their app. So you need to download their app and get it, which, as we know, data is absolutely key, isn't it? If they've got you on their app, they can then market you more. So just to entice you in yeah. with some free pizza. Yeah, you got until the 16th of October. So probably got a couple of weeks once this releases. Talking about pizza, they've... um. I don't know where I, who it was interviewing, but I, I read that um, they've made lots of um, progress in selling more stuff after 4 p.m. Like instead of snacky sorts of food, like they've made progress in like flatbreads and pizza, that sort of like tea time food that you might grab on your way home to have, you know, when you actually get home. Yeah, um, the going home crowd. Yeah, and then that's that's helping like spike profits and things, which is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah, we were saying that they were they extended their opening hours and they were more switched on to that, weren't they? And they'd stopped selling freshly cut bread and they were really going into this food on the go as their their reason to expand. But their their profits and their their expansion plans, they're in the news and they're they're big, aren't they? Yeah, eight hundred plus million pounds of uh sales and forty forty one percent more profits or something. It's crazy. I did promise another of my students that I would mention them in this podcast because I thought this was very funny, right? We've got a new favorite listener. His name's Sam in year 12, right, at school in my class. And he started listening to the episodes because I told him about it. And he comes in the other day, literally this week. Sir, do you know what I really fancy now? No, obviously, I've got no idea. I really fancy a sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> they are good. They are good. But like, he's never been to England. I don't think he even knows what one is. I don't think they sell them here because you can't really get pork. So I'm not sure you can even get it. So obviously we did such a good job of describing the flaky buttery pastry around the sausage. But he's coming in going, sir, really fancy a sausage roll. They're so, so uh, good. Oh, I don't know. so, so good. I don't, know how, I don't know how I can get one to him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. One to figure <laughs> out. Maybe Nice. We then went on from doing Greg's. Our next topic was accents, which... Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Perfectly follows on from everything else. I really enjoyed this. really enjoyed going on about accents and um, it sort of blew my mind about how many there are in the UK, given we're we're such, such a small place that you have about 50 different accents and just ever so slightly tweak in different regions, different counties that you're in. But what, what were the things that stood out for you with this one? Uh, just the, the difference between accent and a dialect. Okay. Dialect being the words you use and accent being the way you pronounce the words. Yep. And how we basically have an accent because as humans, we want to fit in. So yeah. you, you essentially, you, you can't help yourself doing it. You just, you just start mimicking other people just because that's how you would fit in. And that's, that's how people pick up accents. They were, yeah, they, they were the two things, weren't they? Accents basically boil down to wanting to fit in and sound like other people around you, and then the isolation that then happened yeah. before people were able to travel as much as they, they are now. So isolation and pockets of places developing their own accents 
uh, when talking to each other. Yeah, they're basically the two things that it boils down to. Not a whole lot in the news about accents uh, when I was looking into this or any noteworthy changes. There was one thing, though. So in in Nigeria, so they speak English. English is a recognised language in Nigeria. And people there, they're going to lessons, not to improve their English because they can already speak English, but they're taking lessons to try and have a British accent rather than having a Nigerian English accent with the hope that it then might be able to then push them forward or, you know, open new doors by sounding more British. Yeah, I read the same about business English courses and courses where they teach about the standard American accent to people. The point being, like you were saying, that there's a we learn about um, accent bias and how it affects people, particularly in the workplace. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people trying to change the way they speak to try and drop an accent in the hope like you were saying in the hope that it it helps them in the future i guess yes yeah definitely which is shouldn't happen but i get you know yeah i could see why it does we did have some good comments from people thanks for sending those in enjoying uh the accents that we put on for me definitely stood out your yorkshire accent liam that was absolutely brilliant for me want to come up park to have kept work football (laughs) i just love it it's the only bit I can say. I don't know how to turn that into anything else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to then move that into another word. It, does, it doesn't work. <laughs> Do you want to give it a go? <laughs> Come on up park to have Ketwell football. We can take the take the train to get there if you fancy it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. To me, to me, that sounds Yorkshire. Like you were saying when I did the Australian. Do I sound Australian to an Australian? Or is it sounding like, to you, an English guy doing an Australian accent? But um, yeah. yeah, nice. I like that. So, so there were three episodes left after this. These were um, so this next episode was my choice. Again, not a lot of new information, but I did really enjoy learning all about duty free and duty free shopping. I can guess what is the thing that stood out for you. Um, it's got to be the same for both of us. Go on, tell us what but stood it, out for you. That, that it started in Shannon Airport. Yeah, in like on the west coast of Ireland. What like in some tiny little place because that's where planes used to stop over when they're flying between America and England or yeah. Europe. They they couldn't reach coming the transatlantic flights couldn't reach going from America all the way into Europe, so they had to stop at Shannon Airport in Ireland to refuel, and yeah. somebody came up with the idea of selling local produce without any tax on it, so they started yeah. selling meat and cheese and linen <laughs> without yeah, any tags things like that for people to pick up and carry on the plane uh, <laughs> yeah and then and then it obviously worked yeah let's not let's not give too much away but yeah that's um that's what stood out for me like shannon airport island was the scene of duty-free shopping and uh dubai airport made nearly two billion dollars in a year wow at dubai duty-free wow. like yeah 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 what some big stuff then we moved Um, on to then we moved on to my topic my choice which was the rubik's cube oh lovely yeah and how many combinations are there for rubik's cube this is all you need to know it's the only fact 43 quintillion combinations and 43 with 18 zeros off the back of it that is that number is so big let's not we we in the episode we talked about a few different 
a, a few different like how big that number is. Yep. So we'll, let's not say them, but yeah, 43 of 18 zeros is enormous. And definitely go back and have a listen to how and why it was invented in the first place, because it isn't the reason that you might think it was. So yeah, go go back and have a little listen to that. That was super interesting. Turned out though that one of us was half decent at already doing the Rubik's Cube. And unfortunately, it wasn't me. Yeah, I solved it during the episode. And I said at the time, if you hear me go really quiet for a couple of minutes in the middle, it's because I was just on the last little bit. Uh, <laughs> that same last little bit that you showed me a picture of you getting stuck on uh, yes. the other day. Yeah, but I've done it now. So I've officially done the Rubik's Cube twice. I just need to I just need to make sure that I can do it on a more consistent basis. And I'm sort of, rather than you being under three minutes, I'm sort of less than three days. That's sort of like my my time in <laughs> with a with a video instructions in front of you. <laughs> no, I've managed to do it twice without video instructions, but I think I have okay. been a bit lucky sometimes how the combinations have fallen in place. Where I then I've learned the algorithms and then know how to do it, which yeah, is pretty right. cool. There um there, there was only a little bit of news. Uh, I know we spoke about at the time that yeah speed cubing and just around when we did the episode, they'd only recently broken the fastest uh, solve, which is 3.13 seconds. And the only little bit of news that really came out was a bit of sad news, really, I think, between the episode and now. Yeah, um, the, the Titan submersible, you know, uh, they, uh, that submarine that basically Im- imploded going down into the sea. There was a teenager on the boat on, on it called Suleiman Dawood, and he actually had contacted Guinness, the Guinness World Records, because he wanted to try and solve a Rubik's Cube. Uh, in the deepest, the deepest solve ever. So he took a Rubik's cube with him. His dad took a camera with him to uh, like to film it and confirm it all. But obviously, we we know how that story ended. So yeah, super sad. They sad. were going down to the Titanic, weren't they? It was. I'm pretty sure it was global news at the time. Um, I did see some videos of him doing it. He did it in under 20 seconds. But obviously, we don't know. Um, he didn't get any any video back from you, being in the sub. You sent me a video of a guy doing it one handed as well. Was it like a one handed solve? That was bananas that is yeah pretty nuts and he did it in under 10 seconds a one-handed solve amazing. that's amazing um and then and we finished like last week with an episode about the bermuda triangle spooky spooky place yeah <laughs> yeah uh what do you remember learning about it without giving too much away um you need to avoid it it's too scary too scary to go to is it the yeah, giant it, squid it, is it the, the the crystals coming out from the atlantis yeah or is it one it big is, plug hole sink type scenario it's scary yeah just a, a small area of the atlantic ocean remember exactly <laughs> exactly yeah go, go back being, and have a little listen being silly now <laughs> go back and have a little listen to the episode about the bermuda triangle I, I can confirm since we recorded that episode Sunday and today is Wednesday, not a whole lot has happened. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot's happened. But the same company, talking about big movies, the same company that produced Top Gun Maverick and the Mission Impossible franchise have announced they're going to make a film called Bermuda. So perhaps that'll be the next Barbie movie. And uh, we've already done the episode. So if it is, we're ready to go. Nice. Yeah, that sounds good. And that that concludes, that concludes, and another thing, our wrap-up episode for Series 8. 
super fun episode. Learned so much along the way. And it's always good just to go back. Um, people get in contact and they say they they sometimes just go back and listen to episodes from other series just to remind themselves of uh, of what it is that they they then listen to. I know we had somebody get in contact with us, Jasper. Jasper, if you're listening to us, he's saying that Bananas is one of his favourite episodes. He normally listens to that to help him fall asleep, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good to go back and just get some of that information cemented into your head if you're interested in a, in a particular topic. Is it good that he listens to it to fall asleep? Because he could listen to our episode all about sleep, which I think was probably series one might have been, mightn't it? Yeah. And uh, that was a long time ago we learned about that. You could learn about that one as well. The Ollie's world's lo- if you want to go and listen to the world's longest two guys one topic takeaway listen to Ollie tell you about his story about how you fall asleep because it takes ages to tell the story <laughs> did you nearly fall asleep listening to it is that part of the yeah, that might be part of it <laughs> yeah like you said really good to just to, to just sum that up but really good series we've gone over 100 episodes now uh we're in nearly what like 150 something countries downloaded unbelievable that our little podcast is is doing that so just by coincidence, we've got each of us have got a few weeks of holidays, that we, so we won't be able to record for a few weeks, will we? Because we're going to both be away, um, but we we will certainly be back. We're, we're aiming for very early in November, so if yes. you, unfortunately, we don't be too sad when nothing comes out in October. But we think that we should be back the first week of November. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, a massive thank you as well. Thank you to everybody listening. Thank you for everyone who passes it on to their friends and um, shares the pod. We, uh, we really enjoy doing it and we're pleased that everyone enjoys listening to it as well. We will be back. Completely agree. We'll be back with another topic at the start of Series 9. But until then... Get out there and share some two guys, one topic knowledge. <laughs>